Hey there, this is your girl Shawanda, and you're listening to Refreshing the Soul Podcast, a show where we bring our experiences and God's truth to refresh the heavy and hard places in your soul. From anxiety to unforgiveness, we'll learn how to come to an honest place in our souls and uproot those hidden lies so that you can discover the unique expression God created you to be in this world. Hey, welcome back to Refreshing the Soul podcast. I'm your host, Shawanda Williams. Thank you for joining me for another episode. And if it's your first time, welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. I would love to know how you got here. Did you just um, find me on YouTube? Did someone refer you? However you heard about me, I want to hear from you. And those who've been listening, I would love to hear from you as well. There is a link either in the description of um, the podcast episode for today or it's in um, the comment section of the YouTube channel. I want you to hit that link and fill out that it's like a one minute survey of just how's your experience um, been listening to Refreshing the Soul podcast and what are some things that I can do to offer you to help you take care of your soul. This podcast is about your soul. It's not about what mama did. It's not about what you didn't have. It's not about who did this to you. No, it's about, okay, these things happen how do I care for my soul? Um, how do I give my soul over to God? What do I need to learn? What do I need to unlearn? Um, it is about being refreshed in that dry place, that thirsty place that has been using all these other things and probably even people to fill, to help satisfy, to validate, but it's to, to, really steer you in a place of where you're hiding in God and you're finding you have everything you need in him and you're allowing him to refresh your soul. And so for two years now, I've really been, I mean, I've been hearing from God on what, um, what do people need to hear? And usually it's wherever I'm at. Whatever I'm dealing with, whatever God, whatever God is doing in my soul, whatever he's showing me that needs to come out, what needs to be cultivated, what needs to be developed, what needs to be pruned. Um, he's like, okay, this is what you need to tell your audience. This is what you're talking about. And so um, I'm honored, you know, for this month, I have been seeing the word bloom, bloom everywhere. And I'm like, what is, what is it about this word? I know it, it didn't have anything to do with spring season because I didn't even think about the fact that we're coming up, we're on, we're in spring, but I just knew Holy Spirit um, was just showing me something just pertaining to myself, something that I'm about to embark on. Um, about my season, about me. And he also said, this is for, this is for your audience too. I'm listening for God. I'm like, okay, so what do I, what do I, um, what do I talk to? What do I talk to my audience about? You know, I don't want to assume that everything of where I'm at is for you. Um, I want to receive God's word and hear what he has to say for me. And then what does he have to say for you? And he said, you know, your sisters are blooming too. They're in a blooming season as well. They're going to bloom as well. And so just some things that God has shared with me and still sharing with me, I am going to share with you this month. And one of the first things that I want to talk about um, is 
you know, what bloom is, what, what does that mean? And to bloom is usually, um, correlated with a flower, right? Of where a flower, it flowers or it comes into itself. It bears flowers, it flourishes, it grows, but that is what is happening to you. You are coming into you. You are going to come into more of who God made you to be your authentic self. You're going to bear fruit. You're going to bear more out of you from that authentic place. You're going to flourish. You're going to grow. I also looked up that it is the state or time of beauty, freshness, and vigor. Man, this is your time, your time with the beauty that's, that's inside, what's been developing, what's been molding, what's been getting prepped and ready. It's going to bloom. The, the beauty is going to be showed on the outside in the way that you talk and the way that you walk and the way that you respond. Beauty is what's going to be shown. Peace, um, joy um, is going to be shown in, in your life. It's also a time of high development or achievement. There are some things where that you've been working on that God's been working on, even in you and your soul and you partner with him. And now you're at, you're at a place of where it's peaked is development and you are going to achieve more than you ever thought that you could, because now you're coming in to you blooming. It's coming in to you, the beautiful um, you, the fresh, you, the vigor, you, um, and I am so honored that God, um, chose me to walk out this season with you or get you prepared for it. Um, and one of the things on my heart that I believe God placed on my heart was to look up, okay, what, what causes, um, the season of bloom, what causes the spring season, right? And um, I just looked in my notes real quick. I didn't really write this down or planned on saying this, but one of the things that I did see in my notes when I looked up what causes um, spring, you know, spring is between March and June. And it says that, it says all plants begin growth um, after the the dormancy of winter, um, and there's a more warmer weather during this time. It's more sunshine. Um, so I'm just, I'm just speaking that there's going to be more sunshine in your life in this season. And I'm not saying it's going to be from March to June. It could be for however long, uh, um, God wills it to be. Um, there may be, have been some dormancy, some things that where you felt like I'm just, I don't, God has not given me the next step. I'm just here. I've just been working on myself. I've been working on my soul, but now you're going to go into this season of where there's going to be, there's going to be, um, flourishing. There's going to be growth. And I'm saying on the inside and on the outside, you're going to see the evidence of it on the inside and on the outside, more sunshine, warmer weather, where you're entering a season of comfort. Um, sometimes when we're working and cultivating on our soul, it can be, it can hurt. It can be painful. It can be uncomfortable but God's saying you're walking into a season of where you're going to bloom there's some things you're going to face that were in the past it would have been uncomfortable but now it's like you have peace in it you're going to see the evidence of you of the work that you have been doing with Holy Spirit so I just I'm excited I'm excited about this month about speaking about it. Um, but I'm excited for you. I'm excited for you. I don't know what your blooming season is going to look like, but I know sister, you're going to be blooming. Okay. Um, so 
for this week and really all of the weeks, uh, I, I feel led to really talk about what have you been doing to get you into this space where you're about to bloom? What what have we been doing? How did we get here? Um, again, like what causes a flower to bloom? What causes us to bloom? And as I looked those things up, God just started downloading things in me and the things that I was finding. Um, I saw where soil, the soil of the ground is important. Water, us watering, watering our soul, watering flowers. You need that. We need light. We need light. And then also the the weather, the temperature, all kinds of things, as as well as being rooted. How is how your you you can plant something, but is it deeply rooted? Is it deeply rooted enough to sprout up, to bloom up um, that beautiful flower? So, um, for today, I just want to talk real briefly on the soil of your heart, the soil of your heart. And before I go any further. Have you checked in with your heart? Have you checked in with your soul lately? Are you checking in in order for us to bloom, in order for us to come more into ourselves? We have to go into ourselves. We have to step back and say, what's going on with me? God, help me locate myself. What's going, how do I feel? What happened today? Do I need to um, address a certain area? Of where I probably just, you know, grazed over, but I knew it kind of, I felt a certain type of way. Something checked in my spirit on it when I heard this, when I saw this, when I felt this. Check in with your soul. Check in with your soul. So how is your soul doing? How is your heart doing? And um, the soil of your heart. The soil of your heart is the ground of your heart. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. What what has been the soul of your heart to been a, to be able to bloom? And for those who you're listening is and you're saying, I don't know if I'm on that. I'm I don't know if I'm about to walk in that season of of blooming. But hey, here this is something where you can listen to and say, you know, I want to bloom. What do I need to do? How do I get there? We gotta we gotta talk about the soil of your heart. We gotta talk about your heart. And, um, in scripture where we'll read in Matthew chapter 13, where, um, Jesus gives this story about, um, a sower who sowed seeds on ground in it, it, the ground is correlated to our heart. So our heart, if it's like the ground, anything that's planted in it, the soil has to be right. It has to be fertile. It has to be in a place of where it can produce, where it can, um, is capable of producing, right? So the soil of your heart. So your heart though, when we, when we say your heart, it's your desires, it's your will, it's your motivation, it's why you do what you do. And the reason why you are blooming is because your desire, your will, and your motivation has been to please God, to hear God, to be in his will, because you want everything he has for you. That's your motivation. I want what he has for me. I want to know what he wants. So our heart has become his heart. That's what God wants. He he wants, he, he creates in us a new heart. He cleans our heart. And he tenders, he tenderizes our heart where it may have been closed, where it may have been hard. You've allowed God to tenderize your heart, that stony place. 
And he does it so that you have a heart like him so that your heart becomes like him. And the reason why your heart has become like him, because you're de- the reason why your desires and your will and your motivation has become what his desires is, what his will is, what his motivation is, is because you've been delighting in God. You've been taking pleasure in him and spending time in his word and worship and communing with, with, with other believers with going to um, church or attending your Bible study. You've been delighting in God. You've been meditating in his word. You've been believing. You've been receiving it. You've been applying it. And Psalms 37 and 4, it says that take delight in the Lord and he will give you your heart's desires. So you've been in a season and or in seasons where you have been taking delight in God. Even when your days did not look delightful, even when you did not feel delightful, you're like, I'm going to still spend time with God. I still want to see and hear what God is saying. I still, I have a yearning, I have a longing to be with him, to worship, to get into my secret place, to get into my hiding place and just be with him. You've taken pleasure in just being with God. And wanting to know more about him and wanting to hear him on every matter. You've been giving him the details of your heart, the details of your day. You've been questioning, asking him for the next steps. You, you so want to be in step and in line with God's heart for you that he is giving you what your heart is to desire. And so because of that, the soil of your heart is ripe. It's, 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 it's fertile for growth. It's tender for growth. And so let's look at Matthew chapter 13. Matthew chapter 13. And I just want to read briefly. I don't want these, um, I don't want these, these podcast episodes to be long. I just want to get in here, tell you why you've been, why you're about to hit this blooming season. And this is the things also that we got to continue to do in this season. When you're seeing abundant, abundant around you, you continue to keep your heart, um, fertile and tender before God. You continue to open your heart, to take delight in him, to sit with him, to hear him, to get his, his, his words, his response, his wisdom for you. You continue to, um, get into his presence and worship and acknowledge him, um, with everything. Tell him the details of your heart. I don't want us to get into a place where we are blooming. We are soaring. We are flourishing. And then it's like, well, I'll, I'll wait to talk to God on, you know, on, on, in a few days or in the next week, or I don't have time right now. No, he is the priority. And I believe because we're entering in this season, it's also because God is trusting you. God is trusting you with more. And before I get too ahead of myself and too excited, um, let's read a little bit of Matthew chapter 13. Um, let's start at, I'm just going to, I'm going to read. I'll go ahead and just start at chapter, I'm I'm sorry, verse three. So Matthew chapter 13, verse three, this is where Jesus is telling, is about to tell the story of the farmer who planted seeds. So verse three, it says, he told many stories in the form of parables, such as this one. Listen, a farmer went out to plant some seeds as he scattered them across his field. 
Some seeds fell on a footpath and the birds came and ate them. Other seeds fell on shallow soil with underlying rock. The seeds sprouted quickly because the soil was shallow. All right. So we, we hear, we see right here, this soil was shallow. All right. But the plants soon wilted under the hot sun. And since they did not have, since they didn't have deep roots, they died. Other seeds fell among thorns and grew up and choked out the tender plants. Still other seeds, still verse eight, other seeds fell on fertile soil and they produced a crop that was 30, 60, and even a hundred times as much as had been planted. That's you. Seeds that fell on fertile soil and you're going to produce 30, 60, 100 times as much as what has been sown into your soul. All right. So just real quick, you know, the, it talks about the one that fell on the shallow soil. Um, it talked about the soil that did not have the ground that did not have deep roots. And then it talked about the 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 um the fertile soil. And we see that with all with the different soils, the one that produces um, pro that produced anything and, and, and didn't wilt under the sun, didn't dry up, didn't leave. That was the one that had the fertile soil, the good soil, the soil. And we're going to, um, I, I don't want to get ahead of myself. Can you tell I'm excited, <laughs> but, um, it's going to explain later into this, into this chapter, what that, um, ground, what that soil means. And so if we just go down to, I'm going to say, go, let's go down to verse 12 really quick. Verse 12, Matthew chapter 13, verse 12, Jesus says to those who listen to my teaching, more understanding will be given and they will have an abundance of knowledge. But for those who are not listening, even what little understanding they have will be taken away from them. So I just want you to keep that in the back of your head um, about listening and um, listening to his teaching. More understanding will be given. Just keep that in the back of your head. Okay. So on verse 19, he tells what the, what the seed, he explains the pretty much the, the story of the farmer planting these seeds. And so he says in verse 19, the seed that fell on the footpath represents those who hear the message about the kingdom and don't understand it. Then the evil one comes and snatches away the seed that was planted in their hearts. Meaning the, the reason why you're blooming is because the seed that fell, the enemy couldn't come and snatch it away. He couldn't come and snatch it away from you. You didn't allow whatever the enemy tried to do, whatever he tried to say, to allow him to take the word that you received. So you're able to, you're, you, you remain planted. That word remained planted in your heart. And you are, you were able to either speak that word, decree that word, believe that word, and not allow the enemy to take that word away. And you have understanding. You got understanding of the word. It says that that footpath that the seed fell on represent those who hear the message about the kingdom, but they don't understand it. 
our heart, the soil of our hearts has to be in a place where we're willing to understand God's word. In verse 12, what I just read, he talked about listening, those who listen to his word, how they'll receive even more revelation and more understanding. So our heart, the heart that has um, the soil, that good soil that's fertile is a heart that is open. It's a heart that is open to listen, a heart that is open and wanting to understand. So that's the first thing I'll say about the soil of our hearts, the soil of your heart. The reason why you're blooming is because the soil of your heart is open. It has been open. You've decided to listen and to not allow the enemy to steal the word from you. And for those who are saying, I want to bloom, I want to come more, I want to become more of who I was created to be. I want to flourish. I want to grow. I want to develop. Well, we got to, our heart has to be open to receive God's word and not allow, um, not allow the enemy to come and take that word from us. And he, the way he takes that word from us, he plants thoughts into our minds. He uses those same familiar stories that you think you've been telling yourself for so long. He uses those same things, those same negative thoughts for you to grab someone onto that word and not, and, and, and allow him to snatch God's word from you. So what what you do is when those thoughts come, those negative thoughts come, you don't you don't allow that to override the word that you receive from God. You choose to trust what he said no matter how um true the the feeling or the thought is. All right. So um verse 20 the seed on the rocky soil. So there was shallow soil. Now there's rocky soil. The seed on the rocky soil represent those who hear the message and immediately receive it with joy. Verse 21. But since they don't have deep roots, they don't last long. They fall away as soon as they have problems or are persecuted for believing God's word. Man, so one, the enemy took. This one, because your roots aren't deep, you're just looking that you, you, if you've been looking for something happy, um, just to make you feel good because the experience and the roots is not deep. When problems of life come, they're saying this on that ground, the word was just the, um, you, you just allow the word to be taken. It says that they fall away as soon as they have problems. You turn your back on God, you turn, you leave, you don't want to believe anymore because the problems or life is just too hard. But for the woman who is blooming, the one who's going into the season, you, you've experienced problems. You've seen the weapon form, but you still chose to trust God's word. You still chose to say, no, I'm going to try out his word. Before I used to fall away, before I used to turn my back, before I used to go and do and try to figure it out on my own and do things my way. But in this problem, in this hardship, in this challenge, I'm going to stand in it and see see God's side of it. Yes, it feels uncomfortable. Yes, I feel like this thing needs to be fixed right now. But I choose to allow what I've learned about God. I choose I choose to allow him to teach me. I choose to see what he can do. So I say your your heart is fertile and your heart, that soil of your heart is fertile and is a good ground is because one, you chose to apply God's word. You chose to apply God's word to your problems instead of hearing the word and not allowing it to take root in you. 
you instead of doing that, you chose, hey, I'm going to hold on to this word. And when and when you saw a problem, you took that word and you applied it. You applied it to the problem. You applied it to everyday life. Um, you applied it to you applied it to whatever may even seemed familiar or seemed like the past where you could have had the same issue before, but you chose to go, you chose to try God. You chose to try the word. And when you do that, that's how your, that's how your roots got even deeper. And so that's why you're going to bloom because you said God is bigger than my problem. My problem is not bigger than God. So next verse 22, the seed that fell among the thorns represents those who hear God's word, but all too quickly, the message is crowded out by the worries of this life and the lure of wealth. So no fruit is produced. Wow. So the reason why you're going to bloom, because this is the reason why these are all the grounds that are not fertile. That is not good. So the ground that is fertile and is good didn't, this is not, these are not the issues that they had. They responded a different way. They probably could have had the same problems and worries or whatnot could have came up in their life. But it says that the, um, it says that it was the God's word was crowded out too quickly by the worries of life. Meaning there's things that, that still happen to you, sister. There's still things that you didn't know how the next was coming. You didn't know how God was going to make a way when he was going to do it, but you didn't allow it to crowd out what you knew about God. You didn't allow the thing that you could have been worried about to crowd, to crowd out what you, you you were choosing to experience in God. And so because of that, because of that, your heart got ripened and even more fertile and more soil to be able to produce fruit, to be able to produce, um, even more faith. And I mean, God can trust you because he knows that I know if she's, she encounters this because she's learned my heart, because she's learned my ways, because she's learned to stay, stand firm in things. I can give her this. Because I know if I give her this and it comes with this and it comes with problems and it comes with worries, she's still going to look to me. She's still going to declare that I'm Lord. She's still going to find, she's still going to find time to spend time with me. She's not going to duck and go back to how she used to handle things, but she's going to seek me. She's going to take the time to check in with her soul. Wow. And so lastly, verse 23, the seed that fell on good soil represents those who truly hear and understand God's word and produce a harvest of 30, 60, or even a hundred times as much that has, that had been planted. And I say, my sister, whether you started from the seed that was on shallow, rocky soil right now, you, you're, you're, you have good ground right now. You have a, your heart is fertile because you're open you're teachable. You're looking to understand God. You're choosing to apply God's word and you're allowing his word to be louder than your emotions. This is why you're about to bloom. This is why you're about to step into this season because the soil of your heart is pliable, is teachable. You have God's heart. 
And God is trusting you. He's trusting you with more. He's trusting you with the 30, with the 60, with the 100 times more than what you, that has been planted. And I just hear something right now. Some of y'all, you there's been a lot that has been sown and it has been sown into you for years. And even though that has seemed a lot. And even though it seems like the work has been long, God's saying, I'm going to give you a hundred times that. So no matter what you've been going through, I'm not saying that it's all just going to disappear. You're never going to have a challenge. You're never going to have a hardship again. But my, my sister, there are seasons that we enter where God blesses us more abundantly than all the things that we've been through. And so I decree right now, you will produce 30, 60, 100 times more than what has been sown in, more than the tears that you've sown, more than the times that you have sat in God's lap to hear him, to cry to him, more than what you have, have sown in and going and going to church and to, and sacrificing and, and, and putting his will above yours. God said, I'm going to, I'm going to bless you. I'm going, you're going to be able to produce more than what you have sown in. And I received that today. God wants to, he wants to expand you. He wants to expand your territory. So I say, expect God to expand, expect God to bloom you, expect to see the evidence of, of what has been sown in. We just don't receive God's word and spend time with God and do the work in our soul to stay the same. No, joy has to, has to be evident. Peace in my life has to be evident. That's the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And if I'm walking with him and I'm hearing here, I'm listening to him, I'm open, I'm applying what Holy Spirit is saying, then the evidence should be in the fruit. I should see joy. I should have joy in my soul. I, I, I should be, it should be easy for me to forgive. I shouldn't be easily offended anymore. God wants you to see you, who you are, who he created, who he intended for you to be. And that's just what you're, you're going to see. Wow. Thank you, Lord. I thank God for this word. I thank God um, for your commitment, for your dedication to remaining in him. I know for me in the past, when it comes, when it came to just, Having a relationship with God, I didn't know how to have it. I thought it was just merely on going to a church building, um, listening to the pastor, writing down some notes, singing here and there, praying every now and then here and there with God. But I came to, to find that God was so much more than what I made him to be. And it changed. It, it started my life in a place of where I just wanted to hear God. I want to hear what he had to say. I want to know who he was. And I believe that's where a lot of us, we start at, we get curious about God. And then God start revealing things about you, start showing you things of who you are and things of who and what, who you are not. And as we've been on this journey, I know there's been times and places where as much you have read something and things have happened and you have read the word and somewhere in your day, Something comes up and now that word has to come alive, come alive in your life. And you chose to apply that word and you saw the fruit and the evidence of it in your soul that you were able to do something that before without God, you weren't able to do. 
And now that you're, now that you're able to do it, you start, you started to be more consistent with it. What else is God saying? There are times and moments that I know that where you could have went a totally different way when problems and worries came up, you chose to sit at the feet of God to hear what he had to say. You chose to still praise him. You chose to still encounter him in a way where feelings, where, where feelings couldn't take over anymore, but only his spirit could. There are times I knew it was, it probably was hard to get to that place. It may have took some time to get to the place of where I can even pray about it, but you still chose to pray about it. You still chose to turn and, 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 and look to God. You chose to still hear You chose to still keep your heart open when you knew you could have closed it. And I'm telling you, you are going to bloom. You are going to bloom. God said you haven't seen anything yet. You've been faithful in this cultivating season. You've been faithful in the winter months. It's time for a warm, a warm season. It's time for you to bloom. It's time for you to flourish. You were made to bloom. You were made to bloom. Holy Spirit, when I was um, just preparing for this, that was one of the things he said. Tell him you were made to bloom. You weren't made to stay in the same place that you that you were in before when life happened to you. You were made to get to a place where problems and worries and and what people said and what and how someone did you you were made to get to a place where you were unoffendable where you could smile authentically and still say i love you you were made to bloom to a place where you had god's heart and not your hard stony heart so you're blooming my sister and it looks beautiful on you I can't wait to see the beauty, the freshness, the vigor, the achievement of your soul, of your life. You're coming into yourself. You're coming into who God made you to be. All right, let's end right now with my hiding place. And my hiding place is a time, it's a segment in this show, but it's a segment that I don't want to, I want it to ever leave you. I want you to continue this segment in your everyday life. My hiding place, your hiding place, your secret place with God, where you go and hear how I, how my soul needs to be cultivated. When you hear the love words from God, when you hear his guidance, his direction, when you hear his heart, so it can be your heart. So my hiding place, I give you a song, um, a meditation scripture sometimes, and then confessions and so the song that I have for you this week to um, listen to is called your heart by Casey J in this song the lyrics that stood out to me she says I'll be your heart to the ones I meet and I'll show your love to the least of these I would have never known if you didn't first love me and when how she says this it shows that there has been an exchange for her heart, for his heart, for us to be God's heart. I can't be my own heart. I can't be what I used to be, but
but I've allowed God to come in and first love me so that I can love each other, love others. We're blooming, not just for our lives and for us to have the fruit of our lives. We're blooming because the fruit is supposed to be for others. We're blooming because God put us in this world for a purpose, for his kingdom, for his glory, to show his love, to be him, his hands and feet in the earth. So this song is perfect for um, the soil of your heart. Remind yourself that this is why I'm here to have God's heart, to have his hands, to have his feet in the earth. The meditation scripture is Matthew chapter 13, verse 23. And I'm going to read it in the Passion Translation. It says, as for the seed that fell upon good, rich soil, that's you. It represents the hearts of people who hear and fully embrace the message of heaven's kingdom realm. Their lives bear good fruit. Some yield a harvest of 30, 60, even 100 times as much as was sown. Meditate on that word. Remind yourself, this is my heart. This is the heart that I am to have, that I am to keep even while I'm blooming. And lastly, let's repeat some confessions for our soul to keep ourselves in a place of where we're blooming and where we're keeping our heart open before God. So repeat after me. The soil of my heart is fertile. I hear and understand God's word with an open heart. I apply God's word to my everyday life. I allow God's word to be louder than my emotions. I am blooming and will produce a harvest of 100 times of what was sown. Amen, amen, and amen. All right, everyone, that wraps up this week's episode. Thank you for tuning in. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so we can get refreshing to those souls who need it. Also, don't forget to head over to Amazon where you can purchase that 30-day devotional Rest for the Soul by yours truly. Um, You want to get it in your hand. And just remember, soul care is self-care. Until next time, bye-bye.